Hello, this is Minute 35 of As If, the podcast about Clueless, where we talk about Clueless minute by minute. I am Trevor, your host, and uh, with me today is... Gina Radcliffe. And Aaron Gambrell. Hello, guys. Hello. All right. Hey. Okay. Yay. <laughs> Get the bands back together. <laughs> In this minute, Cher uh, tries, to clean, tries to clean the beer off of her shoes that Travis sp- spilled on her. And uh, Travis reassures her that uh, it's a small price to pay to the party gods. <laughs> and uh, and we, uh, we are introduced to the fun game, Suck and Blow. <laughs> well, tra- Travis, Travis uh, in, 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 um, in, in exchange for possibly ruining Cher's shoes, uh, be- bestows a, a joint upon her and tie. So, you know, for further... Some chronic... For, 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 yeah, some chronic... <laughs> For uh, for esta- yeah, further establishing that he is probably the best character in this entire movie. <laughs> the minute ends with the game of suck and blow, and uh, and uh, Cher asking Elton, "God, can you suck?" Which he d- which he does very yes. much. He, yes, he, he does. Does indeed yep, prove and... to suck in the worst possible way. Yep, so- and uh, Dion uh, Dion screams from somewhere off camera, and uh, Cher goes to investigate. Oh, we also um, we also uh, have to cover um, Ty maniacally laughing in order to uh, under 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 Cher's instructions that she should act like Trevor is say, or Travis act like Travis is saying something funny, and it's, yeah, the, um, she doesn't do it very. It's not very natural. She looks a little hysterical. Here's the thing, yeah. though. Like they they're high right now so i don't know why travis was so freaked out are they because she she took yeah she took one she took one hit and then just immediately just dissolved i mean that's like very stereotypical very that's like a big movie trope of somebody taking one hit off a joint and they're like instantly high now i have virtually no experience with this but i don't know how fast that actually happens I totally know what it's like to smoke the marijuanas (laughs) the ganja if you will the chronic well, so I have a question oh. for you guys. Um, so when I saw that, so I rewatched this um, when it came back on Netflix, you know, like earlier this year, and I was shocked that Cher took a hit. Like I, as a kid, I did not remember that at all because yeah, she she's is very so casual. Like, she's very casual about it too. Like yeah, like, because her character's so like she's a do-gooder and she's you know sort of sort of quote unquote pure. You know, she is a virgin. Who can't drive? That's later. But anyway, um, but uh, yeah. So like when I rewatched it, I was like, oh man, like I did that. Like totally missed me that she actually took a hit of it. That was just interesting. Interesting that like a main character, you know, who's kind of like the do-gooder, actually did like partake. Not you point out, (laughs) point it out. It does seem slightly out of character for her. Mm -hmm. But I mean, also I think she's doing it because she wants to fit in and she's at this valley party which apparently i guess the people even the dude with the cat and the hat hat she views as as being you know of a cooler class of people to hang out with than her normal i mean it is mixed with some of her classmates and then these valley kids and yeah so she probably you know is just simply doing it so she kind of blends in with the crowd yeah and also to you know get over the 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 grief of having her satin shoes ruined by beer. Well, and I think she does say earlier in the movie something about to tie... Oh, they're, when they're at, like, lunch. Yeah, you only do drugs at parties. Yeah, you get, like, it's okay to get laced at a party, but you, you shouldn't be, like, 
whatever all day or something like that. I think that's what she says. I can't remember, but I've yeah. Ne- I've never heard that term before. No, laced. Also, lace doesn't, I don't know. I think of acid when I think of laced, but whatever. I'm definitely not the drug expert, think- so do not take anything I, I say. I don't think of anything when possible. I think of laced. We also, yeah. need, we also need to talk, we also need to um, briefly touch upon that there are shots during the scene of Elton dancing. Oh my and, gosh. I'm so and, glad and, you brought that uh, up. I won't, can we talk? Yes, we need to talk and about he this. Definitely Elton is, is the worst the dancer. classic white guy dancing. Where, where <laughs> he, honestly, but you could think, you could tell that he thinks he looks cool doing it. Which is which is the which is the funniest part of yeah. this entire scene is is he's just <laughs> completely out of his depth with trying to dance and has no idea how woefully out of depth he really is. His awkward dancing brought me so much joy. Yeah, I mean, there's a little, there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of young Frankenstein stomping around <laughs> yes. and, you know, waving his arms about. Hey, and hey, wait pointing, a minute, pointing. wait a minute, young that 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 dance sequence in Young Frankenstein was on point. Okay, they had their choreography down. <laughs> yeah, that's a different kind. Right? Let's not besmirch. Let's not besmirch the name of Young Frankenstein. <laughs> He's more of a teen Frankenstein. Yeah, um, in this. the teen for yeah. <laughs> Ty instantly. Hi, um, is, adv- is advised by Cher that uh, hey Elton's over there. Act like Travis is saying something funny, and which again leads to Ty again laughing hysterically, much to 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 Travis. Travis's face. He's ba- is he's amazing. completely baffled, and, yeah. and you know, and, and thankfully Ty is while not very bright, is at least smart enough to. Not tell him. Oh, well, I'm, la- I'm trying. To- I'm trying to get this other guy's attention by yeah. pretending to laugh at something you said. Her laugh. I mean, it is like maniacal and nutty, but it's pretty good. Like I don't know. In that scene, I was really reminded of how much I like Brittany Murphy as an actress. Like she, you know, and just watching her like watch everyone else, like really take in what Cher is telling her and like talking to Travis and stuff. She is. I don't know. She's just so watchable. I really love it. Yeah, she, and it's 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 very she's, much a. a- you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know what I'm doing, so I'm going to go big. Yeah. So, but again, this is to you know the the consternation of everyone around her. Yeah. And but yeah, it's 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 natural without really being natural, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, uh, no, I totally. Yeah. Well, that's very much like that's very much in keeping with her character and what it's like to be a teenager. At, at yeah, I mean, she's obviously she's obviously what, probably is her, one of her first. Yeah, she's parties, obviously so. super insecure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but she's, you know, compensating by, you know, all right, you tell me I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh. And then, <laughs> and then, you know, and then just comes off like the Joker. Basically. Oh, I'll laugh. So, exactly. <laughs> so then oh, Summer no. shows up, right? Oh, <laughs> oh is that yes. Yeah? Yes. Oh, here's your, okay, yeah. Uh, so Summer, no, that's my real laugh. That, I'm sorry. <laughs> are you, is, is Elton across the room? Or are you trying to get his attention? <laughs> So okay, so Summer shows up and she offers, you know, up a card and says, Let's play Suck and Blow. Which you know, I that old never... classic game. Right, you know, I, I remember the, the heady days of my youth mashing my face against other people with a thin <laughs> paper card, you know, to, being the, the only fam- barrier. My family us. played it every <laughs> My family played it every Christmas morning. Oh, yeah. And, and, and then you buy, like, the, the supplementary well, editions of Suck and Blow, you know, I mean, Suck and Blow Jr., 
you know, suck and blow genius edition. <laughs> oh god, you know, teens edition. I they went a bridge too far with that. They tried to make it really extreme you know, and cool. Yeah. Suck, you know? suck and blow, you eighties know, edition. You know, suck and blow for vegetarians. You know, all the different ones <laughs> for vegan. Suck and blow for yeah. vegans. No animal products were made in the making of these cards. Yes, it is a truly, truly. Just a wonderful, wonderful creation of this movie. Because <laughs> I have never, I've never played Suck and Blow myself. I've never witnessed this game I, being played. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it was made up for this movie. And, and I would love to know the thought process behind this. Because I, I, I am pretty sure that most party games involve just throwing things into red solo cups. You know, if people even bother with party games anymore, it just seems like something very quaint. Yeah. But I've never, I've never seen anything like suck and blow. <laughs> not, I've, not, well, I've played it, it, not at a party, not at like a fun social party, but like I feel like I've played somewhere. I don't know where it was, like some church retreat, maybe, which seems weird, but it does seem like where this might happen. <laughs> like you played suck no, and blow. No, like something retreat. similar where you would take like I think a grapefruit and put it under your neck, and then you kind of like oh, neck yeah, with yeah. someone else. And then they have to grab the grapefruit with their neck. It's like that a similar. Sounds, yeah, I know. That sounds, know what you're talking that sounds about. insane. Yeah, it's weird. Oh no, I've seen this play yeah. before. I've also seen it done with blue. Oh yeah, that's yeah, one too. I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess I, I guess I get what you're saying, but just, I just, that's very weird to me to just play a game that involves you pressing your body or face <laughs> up against other people and was. Oh, well, I can tell you about some stuff, <laughs> some games like that. Uh, well, it, lo- it looks like the object is to and to do what Elton ends up doing, which is which is tricking someone into letting that into letting you ga- kiss them, which is it's like a game of chicken. It's like a game of kissing chicken. Yeah, but right. Know? Or a, or a Russian roulette, you know, like who's going to break eventually. She's not impressed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I read no, um, no. I, I did read the the um, oral history book as if um like i guess when it came out late last year or earlier this year and i think brecken meyer so the guy who plays travis said something like you know it's a game in which like if you're bad at it you're good at it because if you're bad at it and you like yeah, lose yeah. the card then you get to like kiss a girl you like or whatever and so he's like you know if travis had any more like chutzpah or whatever he would have just done that because he and he and ty exchange a suck and blow card but right, but he's you know. but he's a ge- but he's a gentleman as a, as, true. You know, as a he as is opposed, you know, as he's as a chronic to, gentleman he's a, he's a laid back party dude who yeah. uh, isn't going to kiss Ty until she's ready for him to kiss her yeah so. he really is a gentleman no that's a really great point actually he is he's very sweet and he's very like considerate of her and the situation and everything I agree yeah and and you know whereas Elton just like again he he kind of comes off like the big bad wolf a little bit yeah he's you sleazy. Know, yeah, I mean it's not it's not he's very subtle about it though, which is yeah. which is good. I, I I said in the I think it was the last episode that there really aren't any specific villains in this, just people mm-hmm. with 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 questionable motives, and I think that would be the best way to describe Elton. Yeah, uh, but I mean he he is not at all the type of guy who would have you know, issue with just kissing some, kissing a girl without asking her, do you mind if I kiss you or getting or or you know, yeah. signal from her that this is okay. And well, again, he thinks he's he thinks he's such a catch. Like right. he he thinks he's such you know like how could a girl not be into him? So he would be like truly puzzled if someone were like, ugh, you know. 
And again, it, it's, it makes it interesting that Cher still is surprised that, it, that it's her that Elton is interested in and not Ty. It just, you know, and I, it, 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 apparently she just read nothing into this exchange other than that Elton is, you know, kind of gross and pushy. You know, she just, she's just, she's more just annoyed by it than, you know, than puzzled or upset or anything like that. It doesn't, it doesn't seem to register on her any other way but that. The last word on second blow and then I'll, I'll move on for good. Um <laughs> I'm just I love this game so much. Uh, the closest thing that I know of to Suck and Blow is a uh, actually a Victorian parlor game where uh, you take a you take a feather and two people will blow it back oh. and forth to each other. With you know, and, um, and obviously you don't want it to fall on the ground, but uh, you end up getting very close to each other in the process. Usually, it's a very uh, it's a very flirty game for uh, especially for Victorian times. She's ob- oblivious to it. I mean, at best she seems just kind of annoyed at him um which you know is interesting because she finds him a good catch but is not does not seem to have any interest in landing him herself which is i because she doesn't date high school guys that mm, oh, true right. yeah true. i mean even though even though he looks like he's about 25 but you know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah you are right i did i did forget about the whole uh that she doesn't she doesn't date her classmates funny enough uh she never uh she never dates a high schooler in this movie she ends up with a college guy that's she, true but she tries to or she tries to date Kristen, christian but again like it, it with the scene with Elton and Cher in the at the party, it, it, it demonstrates that she is really bad. That despite being the, the, the kind of pushing herself as a dating expert, she's really bad at reading signals, and and yeah. and just seems to view this as you know him being annoyingly playful with her, when he's being I don't want to say aggressive because that's a, a little dramatic, but he's being a little pushy. He is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Elton's pretty smarmy. He's, you know, a gross character. And, and Emma, he's like that, too. He's just gross all over. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, he's a I'm snob, pretty, too. Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that, that Elton grew up to become one of those pickup artists. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, he, just... he, grew up to bec- he grew up to become Hitch. Yeah, or um, yeah. Uh, the guy with oh, Mystery. The guy mystery! With, <laughs> with um, the Jamiroquai hat and the goggles. It, yeah, exactly. he, he already has the dancing down. Just go, go yeah. one step further with it. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm honestly surprised that he does not try the approach of insulting them to get their attention. Yeah, that doesn't. You know, that's that's not a thing that people do. Yeah, it, well, it is, but it doesn't work nearly as much as these people claim it does. But I feel that Elton kind of has a theory, you know, that if you know, if I do this with fifty girls and ten respond, that's a successful. That, that that that's a successful tactic, um, and, it, and it's funny that he still pursues Cher after this, even though she's clearly not interested in him. So he's not good at reading signals either. And maybe and maybe that's what maybe that's what this movie is actually about is how bad everybody except except Travis is at understanding people and 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 you know, and, and reading signals, engaging people's interest in you. Yeah, I mean the title is clueless. Well, right, right, right. Everybody, so, yeah. every, everybody in the movie except for Travis, which everybody sort of condescends to as being, you know, you know, the dopey burnout is, you know, the only one who really knows what's up. Yeah, that's man. a great point. Yeah, well, most high school guys are very, 
are very nervous around the people that they're interested in. Sure, um, you know, there's that one in 100 that decides to just go all out with it. Yeah, he's definitely... And they're always, always yeah, the worst. Yeah, definitely... I don't know that he is not confident, but he he's definitely overcompensating. Yeah, Cher just wants to see Ty succeed, and in her, in her vision, you know, Elton is one of the the clique that can, you know, can help her succeed. Right. Like like Oprah, she just wants her to live her best life. <laughs> Cher is kind of like an Oprah. She is, yeah. That's a yeah. That's a great analogy. She really is. Who is your favorite character in uh, in this fine fine movie known as Clueless? So, um, in minute thirty three, we talked about when we um, first watched the movie. So I was I was about twelve, and I think I said I didn't really um, like I couldn't really relate to any of the characters. Like you know, I probably looked more like Ty, but there was you know I didn't smoke pot or. Uh, my favorite character is a little bit controversial in that it is Amber because I think. Thinking back to it, I probably would have related the most to her if I really like sat there and unpacked the whole movie as a twelve-year-old. Because she, the thing about Amber is that, like, you know, Gina said it in an earlier minute that that there's no there's no villains in this movie. So Amber, while she shares nemesis, she's never she's never really mean. She's you know a bit misguided and probably very annoying, but um, she's just, she just tries too hard, I think is her, her main flaw is that you can sort of see how transparent she is and all of her efforts are shown. She's not as, you know, effortlessly charming as Cher is. And so I don't know, as, as like a middle schooler, I think I really would have related to Amber a lot. Plus she does get to wear some like super wacky outfits that <laughs> I think are, are really fun. And, so 90s and her hairstyles are always like really crazy so yeah i like amber she's my favorite uh i'm gonna surprise no one and and, uh, (laughs) say that travis is definitely my favorite character because he he's he's unusual in a teen movie in that he remains throughout the entire movie this exactly the same he is about he's you know pure of mind and heart he is accepting of everything and every and and everyone around him he you know he 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 sees you know he sees ties good points both you know pre makeover and post makeover and and just you know likes her the way she is he he you know he's a friend to everyone even though he occasionally is looked down upon I mean, I, I am not at all the first person to make this comparison, I'm sure, but he is just like a big, friendly puppy dog, and and, <laughs> and a character that could easily be irritating because the the, the mm. stoner guy is you know, usually like uh, it's like okay, you're fun for about five minutes, and then you just need to go away and listen to some yes or something. But uh, <laughs> but um, he's not he, he's not Sean Penn in Fast Times at Richmond. Right. Really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's a little. He, he it starts to become like satire after a while. And but with this one, I mean, he he's one hundred percent believable, and it's shocking that it, it it takes Cher that so long to realize that that he is the far better match for Ty than, than, than Elton is. Yeah, he's a good character. That's a good pick. Well, I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to say two characters, because <laughs> that's how I roll <laughs> with my homies. <laughs> roll in with my homies. Roll in with my homies. 
Yeah, my answer probably isn't gonna surprise that many uh, people either. Um, I can't be can't be a renegade like Jenna. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Ty and and Josh. Uh, for uh, kind of for the same reason, even though they're kind of they're very different characters in a lot of different ways. Um, Ty, I can relate to Ty. I could relate to Ty a lot more when I was like in middle school, like early teens. You know, being very insecure about myself, but uh, you know, eventually coming into my own and all that stuff. Because um, I too was, I too was uh, made a project by popular <laughs> kids. She actually isn't that far off, but you know, experienced a lot of stuff for the first time. Very kind of very uncomfortable with all that, and not really want, knowing quite what you're supposed to do, but going with it anyway. <laughs> uh, or the going with uh going along with it, what everyone else tells you you should do <laughs> and uh paul rudd uh, josh you know reading nietzsche and so <laughs> as a as a 19 year old <laughs> be like yeah existentialism oh, yeah, he's definitely he's he's definitely uh very accurate to the time period of being a you know 18 or 19 year old guy in the mid 90s in which you everything's bullshit man and, and, <laughs> and you know reading philosophy and and looking down on on people for their superficial values sure yeah, i mean he, I, he definitely wears like a mock turtleneck at some point in yeah, that movie he, he, he's been to some coffee shops in his in his time and uh <laughs> but uh yeah, josh is great because you know despite the fact that he and Cher have a bit of an antagonistic relationship at the beginning it's very you know it's very friendly uh, I mean, I have that kind of relationship with uh, with different people, you know. I mean, he uh, he does, even though he does complain about it, he does rescue her from uh, from a gas from a like a gas station or something. A uh, few minutes after this, uh, after this chunk of scenes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. This and uh, you know, he's always he sees he sees her, you know, pa- you know, out away from her group of friends and stuff, where she feels the need to. Um, you know, kind of put on airs a bit, and uh, likes her beyond all of uh, the superficial aspects, which is uh, which is nice. He's he's a cool cool mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, the character could have come off a, a lot more like a jerk than he did, and I don't know if maybe they just decided to tone it down, or just because Paul Rudd is incapable of playing, of truly playing a jerk. Yeah. You know, it, it's hard to dislike him in any in any role he's in. Yeah, he always has like a twinkle in his eye. Well, I think I think that about does it for a minute thirty five. Uh, uh, let's move on to plugs. Gina. It's Gina, but <laughs> I'm not going to be pedantic. <laughs> I'm it's sorry. Okay. Well, if you're plugging, you should yeah. A lot clarify of, a lot that. Of, <laughs> whatever your name is, the other the other lady with glasses. <laughs> well, I write. Luckily, you don't have to. You don't have to find me by my name. Um, I write about uh, <laughs> '70s and '80s television. TuneInTonight.wordpress.com. I host a podcast called Ladies Who Library. It's on iTunes and SoundCloud and LadiesWhoLibrary.tumblr.com should give you all you need. It's just about, um, you know, working in a public library, but also um, whatever I and some of my co-hosts and guests are reading, watching, and listening to. I host a podcast with uh, some of my friends uh, called Apparently the Greatest, where we watch every movie on uh, the American Film Institution's 
100 greatest American movies from the last 100 years list. Uh, the idea is just to, you know, uh, watch watch classic films and, uh, you know, discuss, you know, their place in the overall film canon, why exactly, what exactly makes a classic film, you know, how films are, the process by which films are entered into the, ca- the canon, if you will. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. Many many goofs are made. Many fun times are had by all. And uh, you should check us out. I I guess maybe please. <laughs> you said that you please. said there are there are please. goofs and fun times, but are there joke em ups? <laughs> uh, there. Uh, no, no. We we don't have time for 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 goof em ups. <laughs> we uh we we run a serious operation here. You know. <laughs> well, I will consider listening to your podcast. <laughs> Well, you know what? We're not we're not for the common people, okay? We are we are a high class. You're high for the Eltons and shares. You're not for the Travises and Ties. Exactly. You know, we we speak to a high to a higher audience. Uh, well, I want to thank both of you for uh, for being on the episode today. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yay! We will uh, all be returning tomorrow for uh, minute thirty six. Uh, look forward to talking with, about it with you then. Indeed. Thanks for listening to this episode of As If, the podcast all about Clueless. It is produced and edited by Darren Husted. Executive produced and hosted by Trevor Gibson, with my guests... Gina Radcliffe and Aaron Gambrell. Follow us on Facebook at As If the Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at As If underscore Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at As If Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Shout Engine, or the podcast app of your choice. Rate and review us if you enjoy. Clueless is owned by Paramount Pictures. No infringement is intended. All rights reserved. Copyright 2016.